dangerously close. You know, actually, this is like a great example of uh, old Nashville versus new Nashville. Mm-hmm. It was like in old Nashville, I feel like I would have heard about you, like you know, your stand up from just someone like at the park. Like I would have been, you know, someone they would be like, oh, you should go check out uh, uh, Mariana, like Barksdale or whatever. I'd be like, okay. But, you know, like now it's new Nashville. So I, I hear about you from like a New York comedian. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. That is so cool that he shouted me out. He's so funny. When you told me who it was, I was like, that was not who I was going to guess. <laughs> but. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Sasha Serbel for making this happen. And now I know all about Mariana. Am I saying your name right, Mariana? Yes, you okay. are. Okay. I know you, t- you told me how to say it right. And then now I'm just, I got paranoid. And I was like, I'm fucking saying it wrong. I know I am. That's what happens <laughs> to anybody who has a hard to pronounce name because every time I meet a Kirsten or a Kristen, doesn't yeah. matter how many times they tell me it, I'm going to forget. And yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah. But you're like, your name's Kristen. Damn it. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I go through this so much. I don't care if people mispronounce my name, but it's my opener too. So, <laughs> um, you know, actually this, that shit I just said reminded me of like when I was saying, like, I heard about you from a, like from a New York comedian, you know, and like in, we're down here in uh, Nashville in the dirty South. Sorry, guys. Another Nashville episode. Uh, but like, do you remember like those salsa commercials back in the day where like would like if the Cowboys found out that the salsa was from New York City, they would like yeah. ki- kill the other. They would murder the cowboy that had the New York salsa. Yeah, it was the chunky salsa. Paste picante pic- sauce. Yeah. And it, that- they'd, be, they'd all be enjoying salsa around a fire. And you'd be like, this salsa is made in New York City. M- murder him. yeah don't stop it go just kill him (laughs) yeah commercials used to be so much better they did i remember when i was a kid i liked them a lot more now even when like a comedian will mention commercials i'm like my brain tunes out really hard because i'm like oh i don't like it anymore because i just feel like i'm being programmed it's good i mean it works too so i try to avoid it at all costs but you know like who i there's an actor he's he's one of the actors that i there's a bunch of actors in the world that like have been in a ton of things, but I've never learned their name. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy and he's a, like, all he does is commercials. Now he does like he's chaos. And those like, Oh it, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Well, he was in, uh, he was in the TV show Oz on uh, HBO. He played, uh, I'm going to forget. Uh, I forgot his name on that too, but he was also Liz Lemon's boyfriend on 30 rock. And he was fucking hilarious in that with well, like, my favorite line. in that is like, uh, when he saves someone from the subway and they ask him why he did it. And he's like, man, I was just sitting there and I was like, but Derek Jeter, you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I've got to rewatch 30 rock. That's one of the best shows ever written. Yeah. I would say jokes per minute. Uh, JPMs probably like highest of actually maybe like tied with like, it's always sunny. Oh yeah. That's a good point. And they're both so weird that it's interesting to me that they're so mainstream and popular because like yeah. you're watching it's always sunny. You're like, wait a minute, everybody gets these jokes. <laughs> well, there's, like, I, this? <laughs> there's something for everyone, you know? Cause like, there's some people like they're a Charlie person. There's some mm-hmm. people they are a, a dentist person or they're a D person. I'm sorry, I took us on a really long tangent <laughs> to just say that that guy from uh, 30 Rock, yeah. his name's Dennis and that, his name is Dennis. Uh, anyway, uh, I will watch his commercials literally just because I like that actor so much. So if you're listening out there, advertisers, <laughs> pick likable actors with forgettable names. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, the best character actors, that's why you forget their names, I think. You know, like you're just like Gary Oldman is such a great actor, but I always forget his name because I'm like, I don't know. He was just that character. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know he was Sid Vicious and Sid and Nancy? No. You should go back and watch Sid and Nancy. I think it came out like in the 80s. He's very he's very young in it. And he looks exactly like Sid Vicious. It's so good. He's such a good actor. He can really transform. Yeah, he's a he's a chameleon. I don't know how anyone does that. He my favorite character of his is in um, I always remember the girl's name, Alabama Worley, but I can't remember what the actual movie's called. Um Batman. No. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, it's a Quentin Tarantino script. 
but it was before he directed movies and oh crazy gary oldman's like a i want to say a pimp cool <laughs> i i can't remember what his name is it's like razzle or something god i wish i remembered right now but dude he's all right best. i'm gonna talk about jamie, movies for jamie, jamie look that up <laughs> i don't have a jamie I know, I was like, Do you <laughs> no um hey but this you know what we're both in nashville let's we got to talk about some nashville stuff this is people are expecting you and me to really handle some of the situations going on here so i think it's time for us to weigh in on some serious nashville news and uh you know this is what the people tuned in for it's that um tid rock has resumed selling bud light at his bar do does this mean uh that kid rock is gay <laughs> man you know i don't i don't understand any of what's going on there sometimes i think people just don't have anything to think about yeah. or do, and then they have to get up in arms about whatever you know but yeah he's probably gay that's probably it like he's fighting why else would he, hard <laughs> why else would he sell bud light he said it's the gayest beer and he said if you drink it you'll turn gay and then yeah. he like, and then he shot a case of Bud Light with a machine gun. Yeah. Trying to like, you know, yeah, pr prove that he wasn't gay. So, all right, guys, it's been confirmed. You heard it for her first on <laughs> my views from my own podcast. Kid Rock has come out, and uh, I don't think they stopped selling his beer <laughs> at his big ass honky tonk. I remember somebody posting like the night that happened. They were like, "Oh, I had to go here." Somebody posted that night. They were like, I got dragged to the honky tonk and they're selling Bud Light. Every It's yeah. here, you know, so I don't know if they ever stopped. I was a bar back on Second Avenue for years. And I will tell you one thing, and you probably are all already aware of it, but the amount of Bud Light that is swilled by Nashville tourists is unfathomable. And the, the bar that I worked in, like, it, it carried probably... They probably carried about 27 beers, you know, maybe even more than that. Yeah. But 90% of those beers were Bud Light. Like out of all the coolers that I stocked, like at, at the beginning of every Friday night, I would stock like 18 cases of Bud Light to start and then continuously only stock Bud Light for the remainder of the evening. So somebody knows <laughs> people it doesn't taste good. <laughs> Can you imagine all the people that like came here straight and then went home gay because they drank Bud Light? Oh, I know. There's really going to be a population crash now. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Elon Musk. Yeah. And <laughs> I heard about his army. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we want to weigh in on this at all? I mean, this won't this won't come out for a week. So I feel like anything could happen. Do we want do we want to give any airtime whatsoever to this threads versus Twitter thing that's happening? <laughs> That's so funny because I accidentally got on threads. I don't know how I made an account. I don't know how I got to the app, but it <laughs> all of a sudden appeared and I was like, okay. Cause I got rid of Twitter earlier this year, just because not for any reason other than it took too much of my brain away. And I would put up half formed jokes and then I wouldn't continue the joke and I wouldn't finish it. And it just, it took away a lot of my creativity. Yeah. So I got rid of it, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of prefer threads just because it's new. And so there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty new. There's nothing to hate about it, you know, except that it's kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can I tell you like here, oh, there's, there's two things. Uh, one is this uh, there's been times like, especially when I have a guest, like a Nashville guest, which doesn't happen all that often. Sometimes I'll just like go on Twitter and see what's trending and try and pull out some good stories and before Elon, you could do that so easily. I had uh, my friend Aiden on here. I went on and like the number one thing trending in Nashville was this dude named Luscious. And he was just this giant naked dude with like, like a penis that was like the size of like one of those like miniature baseball bats. And it was like crazy looking. And it just said, hey, does anybody want to come over to my house and give me a massage? And that was the number one trending thing in Nashville at the time. And so we got to like, I was like, this is great. I'll definitely talk about this on the podcast. And then today I was like, I was like, I'll hop on Twitter and see what's uh, happening in Nashville. And it's literally just like hundreds of like, just trolls being like trying, you know, owning the libs. And I was like, this is not useful. This is not a tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like 
an overflowing trash can at this point. <laughs> really? But like, I loved Twitter at the beginning, like yeah. 12 years ago. I had an old Twitter. I don't know why I deleted it. I wish I had it for the jokes I made back then because I yeah. wanted to see how bad they were. <laughs> but I don't know. I loved Twitter at the beginning. And I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on like what changed when Elon came to the helm, except that I don't know why he's wasting his time with this when he's like, actually focusing on important stuff like i don't know i don't think he has anything important to focus on i think it's all an illusion i think he's full of shit it's all an illusion uh can i can i um just share one more recent twitter thing like you know why why i think this this threads thing has such a chance is uh i was on this was this happened like a week or so ago and someone posted uh roseanne Barr on theo vaughn's podcast and she's like and I look first of all anybody listening if if you're if you're any of the people who re- that responded to me and there was a lot of them I know what a joke is and I get that she thinks she's funny I just didn't agree with uh she basically said the holocaust didn't happen and uh a bunch of other just fucked up shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and I essentially just said hey this is really bad I don't like this and like I, you know, I didn't even go in hard. Like I used to, like I, I used to be just a vicious troll on Twitter. I would go in and like, bo- you know, bother someone for like, until their brain melted. <laughs> but, but like, I was just like, oh, I don't like this. And for three days, I was bombarded by Theo Vaughn fans telling me that I was so fucking stupid that I don't deserve to live. And I'm so fucking stupid. Like I'd never deserve to see a comedy podcast again. And I was like, I don't I don't like Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't like Twitter. Yeah, I don't like Twitter. I don't like the ganging up on everyone. Theo has a ton of fans. I didn't realize quite how popular he was until like very recently. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm a comedy fan. Roseanne's had such an interesting roller coaster. I don't even understand. Like, I listened to that whole interview. I watched yeah. the whole thing. Um just because like, I don't know, I just find people interesting and I really like watching people that I don't necessarily, it's not even agree with or disagree with. I just like more information. I like how people think about stuff, even if they're kind of screw loose, whatever's going on. You know, she definitely has owned up to the fact that she has problems. So, you know, at that point, I just kind of accept them the way I would accept like a my family member who has problems, you know, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was almost just confusing, but also I wasn't she like smoking cigarettes and like drinking during the podcast too. Yeah. Well, there's no, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just mean like, I don't know, maybe she needs to like, I don't know. I, I would never think I'm going to tell somebody what to do, but yeah, I heard that whole <laughs> podcast and it didn't, I don't know. I, I think what it is just for me, yeah, I, mean, I I only saw the clips and all that stuff, and I get that it's out of context and shit. I just what it is like for me, I guess what you know, as far as the Twitter aspect of it, was mm-hmm. that I didn't say like fuck the Theo Vaughn. Yeah. I you know, he's a piece of shit. I hate him. I didn't even say that. I was just like, this is I don't like this. This is bad. You know, yeah. and it's like the Theo Vaughn army came in hot. So I mean, good for him for having that kind of fan base. I shit, I would kill to have like an army of trolls (laughs) oh yeah well the thing i think this is why i don't like twitter nobody can understand like a half feeling or like like hey i don't like this and then like nobody accepts the fact that other people's emotions are their own and it doesn't affect them and i hate that like i can't stand when you can't just say like like if somebody was like yelling and they were just in a bad mood whatever and you're like hey you're yelling you know can you calm down a little bit or whatever yeah. <laughs> and they, they then they're like what did you call me a bitch and they freak out and it's like no, no 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 sorry you were yelling and i just could you just calm down a little bit you know it's like they take it so far away i don't know what's happened but i don't yeah. remember like i remember back in the day you could just say like hey i don't like this and then someone would be like hey i do yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you could do that. Yeah. You could I be like Yeah, when you could just be like I like Incubus. I don't like Incubus. Yeah. We're still, we're still friends. And all my <laughs> best friends from childhood, we don't like the same movies, music. 
like we don't have similar interests. We like each other and being around each other. And I prefer people that don't agree with me on everything because I just feel like that's a more interesting relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I've always that's why I lived in New York for 10 years. And that's why I liked it there so much is you just have this endless threshold of just everyone is just all over the place. And it's just, you know, you have to com- continuously re-examine how you feel about things and it changes. And that's the other thing people don't really understand is that like, you can say something and change your mind. And now everyone, I, I just feel like people act like there is no way you can change your mind. You said something publicly and that's it. And there's no, I'm sorry. And I really don't like that. Cause I'm like, well then that's how relationships work. If you make yeah. a mistake, you say, I'm sorry, yeah. you know, you make amends <laughs> and the person doesn't say well actually i have here uh something that you you wrote down in your like public diary seven years ago that i will hold against you for the rest of your life yeah with no context of like what was going on that day what was going on that year you know what whatever just there's so many things that can be going on in somebody's life this is why i used to be like a huge road rage person and now i'm not at all because i'm like yeah. I don't know, what if they're going to the hospital <laughs> like yeah you know like here's an example i don't know if it's a good one but uh i didn't used to like ryan gosling mm-hmm. and i may have like even said that out loud i used to be like oh, i don't know I don't, I don't really like him and then you know what i did i changed my mind and I do like Ryan Gosling now. And we're actually going to go see the Barbie movie. Uh, me, <laughs> me and uh, my occasional co-host, uh, Zach Wilkinson. We've already got it all planned out. We're going to be there at the premiere. And then we're going to do an episode on Barbie, which I never, all of our, all of our movie episodes that we do on this podcast are always something from like 1992. Uh, that's some shit that no one has thought about in, you know, 20 years or talked about. Then that, like, that's all our movie. We never review anything even remotely new. So Mm-hmm. anyway that's all i'm saying is i would hate for someone to just pull that out against me like constantly be like you said that you didn't like him mm-hmm. eight years ago you said you didn't like him yeah, yeah. <laughs> well something else that's interesting about that is so many things that i used to hate i love now so yeah. it's like and that that's the other thing is like the opposite of love isn't hate it's indifference so it's like if you hate something Here's, I heard somebody else say this, and I can't remember who it was, but it's like, if somebody hates you, they're actually closer to loving you than somebody who doesn't even think about you. Because yeah. like, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a strong <laughs> emotion about you, Yeah, you know? And that's like, that's interesting to me. But most people think if somebody hates you, that's it. I'm like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's some kind of like a uh, deep feeling there. Yeah, it goes deep for some reason. It's you you touched something on their on in their cerebellum. So hey, you know, while we're on the subject of uh manipulating people's emotions, I it has come to my attention that you are also uh an aspiring cult leader, as am I. <laughs> uh I'm just curious, do you have a vision for the kind of cult you want? Do you ever think about it? Like what you would do if you had all those people and all their bank accounts? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I've been thinking about that joke for so long now. I love, I love watching stuff on cults because I love the fact that at the beginning, everybody's like, this is different. (laughs) This is going to be great. I I like the attitude people have in cults because it's, it's, it is kind of a selfless thing and they all seem to experience emotion in this, like, kind of like the way animals do sort of like birds or like they're, they're synchronized. Yeah. So I don't like put a lot of thought into like the cult I would have, but I just, I don't know. There's something interesting about people who are willing to give up their like personality to be part of something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't want to go too hard on it too, because I I do know some people that have escaped cults and actually Mm -hmm. had, someone on just like two weeks ago on the podcast, we literally talk about her family escaping a cult. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I also have a back. I, I kind of stopped doing it. I might start doing it again. I, I used to put like lots of fake ads on this podcast. I, I would pretend like I was sponsored by like spaghetti or, you know, but I also, <laughs> I was like frequently, it's one I use more than once is where I was getting, trying to get people to join the, my views or my own cult. And I had a promo code for 50% off your first 
you know, cult experience. Right. <laughs> and like my whole vision for that is that like I'm like a prophet and mm-hmm. I like wear a lot of robes and crazy, you know, just kind of dress like a genie. And um, but I'm like not really available that much. Like I'm like kind of like off, like kind of just like spending everyone's money. You know, like, like I'm not like I don't want to say I'm cynical, but like I'm not gonna like buy into my own horseshit, which happens. I think that's what that's when cults go bad is when the yeah. leader forgets that they're doing it for like money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like and then yeah. you're being like, no, I am God. Yeah, when they think they are God is the problem. Yeah, I get that. I feel like there's always like a like the leader is like in the back taking a nap, and there's like another person who's like, no, 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 he's told he told me that we yeah. need to like in um the wild wild country cult. I can't remember what they're called. Oh my god, I have I have two friends that were in that cult. Really? Yes, as, wow. as children, their parents were both in that cult. I well, I dated one person whose parents were in that cult, and then I have one of my best friends was also in the same cult, and I didn't believe. I was like, I was like, you guys gotta be kidding me. And then they were both like started doing like the chants and shit. And I was like, oh my God, they were both in the wild, wild country cult. Wow. So that's like another really good example of like, they like changed the landscape. They farmed land that they couldn't ever farm. Like all of that part's very interesting. But then you get like the woman who's just like, no, no, no. He told me, he told me all the rules. (laughs) Yeah. And now you have to do all the rules and you, but then did, were they there when they poisoned all of the town folk? Uh, no, because they were here in Nashville, so they weren't. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't realize it was in different areas. Oh no, it was huge. It was like nationwide. Okay. So, uh, and this would have been a later iteration. I don't know when Wild Wild Country was, but that that stuff stuck around for a long time because they were in that like same type of cult in the '90s, or like that's wow. when they would have been in it. I wonder if they would have been in it if there had been a documentary about it then. Probably not. I wonder if people who are the kind of people who would watch a documentary about a cult are the people who would join a cult. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, you're yeah. susceptible to, like, being reprogrammed. I wonder if you're the kind of person who would ever care to watch a documentary about a cult. Um, I think, so. you know, because I think in a lot of ways what it is is just if, you, if, you're, if you're susceptible to magical thinking, mm-hmm. then a documentary is not necessarily going to, like, uh, make you not do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like here, here's for like a, for instance, for me, I don't, well, it's not a very good one, but uh, I, the TV show Narcos. Yeah. I, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I've watched it. I'm, I'm now currently watching it the third time. And every time I watch it, I'm always like, just kind of rooting for Pablo Escobar, like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the DE agents are all dickheads. And I, and I'm like, and I'm glad when they lose. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know how they do that. Where they're like, where you're like, why am I rooting for this guy? <laughs> like, so so well done. I mean, like, because then later on when he becomes, you know, he starts killing everybody, and you're like, oh no, I hate him too. But yeah. in the beginning, they really like make it easy to super. Here's the thing about I think about Pablo Escobar. Like the difference between Pablo Escobar and every other billionaire is that he has an interesting story. Mm-hmm. He was poor once, and. I don't know. And people like found him likable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah. I think really, like, I don't think you like, cause you can't apply that to like Elon or like Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg. You don't go like, Oh yeah. Interesting story. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it hurts their case that they're not very likable, honestly, but I don't know. It's weird. The weirdest people are likable. Yeah. Know. Well, the thing is, like, I mean, they made a movie out of Mark Zuckerberg the, with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Is that yeah, what his name is? I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Network. Yeah. Great movie. But I'll, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's no narcos. I'll tell you that. No, it's not. <laughs> but it is. I still can't believe that that director did it. God, I used to be so good with directors. But um, I loved the soundtrack for that. It was Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Oh, cool. I didn't even think about that. I was yeah. just thinking about how it just dawned on me that um, that Backstreet Boy, I can't, remember, fuck, well, I can't remember his name. Oh, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's in it. He's really good in that. He's great in that. He's a great actor. Have you seen Alpha Dog? No. Oh my God. It's the best thing he ever did. Oh my God. I'm going to, I can't wait to watch all of these <laughs> that I haven't. It's amazing. Like I, I'm kind of more into the horror genre. Like there's, it's hard to find a horror movie I haven't seen if it's good. So 
it's hard for me to go back and watch other things that aren't horror now. But have you, have you seen Ghost? What have, have you seen Ghost Ship with Carl Urban? No. Check it the fuck out. Okay, I will. Uh, it's uh, I wouldn't say it's good. Have you seen it? It's uh, it's got the guy from uh, um, the Usual Suspects, the guy that they think is Kaiser Sose. Before you find out, it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Spo- spoiler alert: If you haven't <laughs> seen the Usual Suspects, boy, that'll fucking ruin it for you. <laughs> you might want to write that in the note. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin one of the best if, of if, history. If you haven't seen the Usual Suspects yet, you've had you've had enough time. Um, hey, I just learned a new law today. Do you want to hear it? And it might apply. It might affect your uh, cult. Did you know that it's illegal for more than eight women to live together in Nashville? Somebody told, okay, that's you a law. Not the first person to tell me that <laughs> because it's ringing a bell and I don't know why, but yeah. What happened? Is that from a sorority that like burned down something? What happened? Uh, I guess it's like from the wild, wild west days of, I don't know. If more than eight women are living together, then it is immediately classified as a brothel and therefore it's an illegal home. So I, I was thinking you were going to say coven. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's more like modern. Like the people that run our government now would believe that there's witches and shit. They'd be like, eight women, I got to get them. <laughs> yeah. Because we got like Ron DeSantis, Light, and fucking. Uh... All right. I, uh, real quick, let's, let's do a bet. I bet you a, I'll bet you a dollar for who wins. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right now, there's like a 17 way race for mayor of Nashville. Uh, whoever can say the most mayor mayoral candidates gets a gets wins a dollar. Oh no! Okay. All right. Ready? Go. Natisha. Oh, I, I knew that one because I saw her poster. I know her poster <laughs> in my neighborhood. Patricia, but she doesn't have a last name, so I was like, I need okay, to and, and I know the other another guy that I always call him Newt Gingrich, but I don't know his real his real first name is not Newt. I just know that that's. I was wondering if he was related to Newt Gingrich. <sighs> yeah, we we might be tied. I know. I think that's it. There's like 17 people running. I mean, right, rightfully so. You know. The only reason I know about Natisha because she has a big uh, sign up at the farmer's market. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> she's got she's got good marketing. When in the neighborhoods where I always am, I see mostly her signs, and I'm like, well, it sounds like she probably knows something or another about neighborhoods that I live in. So <laughs> look into Natisha. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it here first. If you're uh, voting in the national mayoral election, Natisha is a possible option, and so is someone named Gingrich. There are also like 15 other options that could possibly be better than both of them. So yeah. maybe look at look into it for yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Some guy has on YouTube, I'll get a, a an ad for one guy and I like his ad and I can't remember why. Can't remember his name. So it can't be that good of an ad, but it's just like he's listing off all the stuff. He's talking about like, we don't want to have Nashville for tourists. We want Nashville for us. And I'm like, yeah please keep continue this line of thought. Like I understand they bring in money, but like, Jesus, how much money <laughs> don't we bring in money? I mean, I go and like support businesses all the time. It's not that I don't care about who the mayor is going to be. It's just that uh, how I make my decision is I'm just going to wait until it's time. And then I'm going to ask my smart friends who they're voting for. And that's how I get, you know, someone smart and well-informed is going to tell me what to do. I know. I'm like, I'm always like the day of, I'm like, let's just figure this out real quick. Cause I can't, I just don't have a lot of time to do civics homework every day. Yeah, dude. Don't give me homework. Just mm-hmm. like, and I got friends that love doing homework. So I'll just call one of them on election day and be like, yo, who's, uh, who's best. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad other people will break it down for me. And they're like, they vote no on this. They vote yes on this. They vote, you know, cause I'm just like, otherwise I'm like, uh, I don't know. They seem nice, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> Thank God I don't just vote. I'm like, eh, that was cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like their name. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's actually, yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of person I feel like I would do that. I remember when I was a little kid, they would do like mock elections in schools. And I would always pick, like if someone had a D in their name, I would pick them because my name starts with a D. And like, that's it. Like, that's all I would care about. Yeah, we're team. We're a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. D. Um. Hey, I got a, I got another question for you. Uh, <laughs> well, it's this is more of a statement, but 
um, I feel like you have a lot of experience to weigh in on this. And, and it's also like a, na- a new Nashville, old Nashville kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, going to private yoga is equally an old Nashville and a new Nashville thing. What do you think? <laughs> totally. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. God, I've gone to almost every yoga studio in Nashville, I feel like at this point. Um, and it has changed. <laughs> yeah. Yoga used to be like people in sweatpants who were very, very nice and very, very smelly. Just like (laughs) living their life, really relaxed. And like now you go and everybody's in a handstand and it's just really stressful. And everybody there's high strung and they're all lawyers and they're all doctors. And it's just like this, or they're just, they are like a mom and they have, you know, all day off and they have to go to their class and they're very, you know, have be here 10 minutes they're in 15 minutes and they're in 20 but yeah private yoga that was um (laughs) (laughs) sorry just the words private yoga make me laugh I know well (laughs) I love that because that ended up that happened in Brooklyn that that joke came from Brooklyn because I was at this studio that just everybody got pushed out of the neighborhood because all the the rent went up and so I just ended up in this class with this one teacher and he was just it was so weird he was a weird teacher and I mean it's just no matter what if it's just you and a teacher in a room and you weren't scheduled for a private yoga class like I've never taken one but it's weird <laughs> I, uh, what was the question <laughs> um oh well, well you know it was kind of open-ended because it was really just a statement but I I wanted to I hope you don't mind if I be uh, pulling pieces out of your material, out of your actual material. But uh, after you talk about private yoga, you talk about going to spin, which I don't know if you know this about me, but I was in spin instructor for like 10 years. I didn't know that. I started teaching spin when I was in college. Mm -hmm. And then I would like, and then I like, it was a great way to make money too, especially in school because I taught spin classes like on campus too, like at the rec center. I, I, and I worked at a couple of real gyms and then on also just the uh, rec center during the day while I was taking classes. So I would like go to school, like take a real class and then go to the rec center and teach a spin class. And then like, so I'd, I'd have to change clothes like so many times during the day, but I lived really close by. So it wasn't that gnarly, but I'd have like a backpack full of like soaking wet, like disgusting clothes. It was like so bad, but, uh, but it really like, it was just cool because I was like making money while I was at school that's nice yeah but I uh done that. <laughs> i was worried because when i was hearing your joke and you brought up spin i was like oh no she's gonna talk shit about it but then you said it was you said it was like hype and fun so <laughs> yeah i don't actually talk shit in any of my jokes that i really know of it's either the complete truth or it's like how i'm the fish out of water in this scenario like it's not a lot of i've never really i don't make fun of other people yeah really Unless they're, unless they did something and I'm just re- like recounting it. <laughs> I like but, to punch, punch up. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Well, for me, I just like to, it's all observational for yeah. me. Like I don't, I'm not like the kind of person who just goes around thinking mean thoughts about stuff. Um, just because it's not good for me. Like I'll get in a real bad place really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> But um, spin class, that was funny. I did faint, though, in the class. And they got, oh, they were so scared. The teacher was so good at what she did. There was another teacher there that was like, I guess she was a physical therapist or something. And she, like, put me on, like, a Cadillac, which is a Pilates machine. And she, like, grounded my body, which I still don't know what that means. Oh, cool. It was so cool. And I was like, I've never felt more taken care of. Like I went to that Pilates studio for like years after that, because they had some classes where you did like spin and Pilates and that was one class. And I just kept going back to the, they called them machine classes. So I didn't go back to spin because I do think my personality there, I have to stay away from some kinds of workouts because I'm such (laughs) an intense person. I will work out until I am completely passed out on the floor yeah I had to stop a class recently because I was going to this thing called cardio sculpt and it's core power yoga I just it brings out the bad part of my personality oh no I'll kill myself trying to do more jumping jacks than the girl next to me you know what I mean yeah yeah you're like a viking 
Yeah. I have like binding blood or something. So I try to just stay with things that are like not competitive, like Pilates, just regular hot yoga. Um, I go to like low key yoga classes too, like level one, you know, nothing, nobody's doing a handstand. (laughs) And I go to orange theory now too, which is good because you have a heart rate monitor on and you can't overdo it. So, Oh shit. I was going to ask you this. What's your resting heart rate? Oh, you think I know that with how often I'm wearing a heart rate monitor? What is your, I don't know. I thought that would be an insane question to ask. And then you just said you wear a heart rate monitor all the time. And I was like, oh, you know. And then I didn't write, I was like, I was like, maybe I should ask. And I was like, why the fuck would I ask my guests what their heart is? (laughs) I just want to know. Cause I'm like, I'm really trying to make mine, like Mm -hmm. make mine like crazy, crazy low. Like right now that's cause I, I just kind of like got super unhealthy for a little bit, like kind of like during the pandemic times. And then, um, and then I had a, a kid this year, which is like, you know, that's not an unhealthy thing, but a lot of like how I started eating and, you know, so I was like, I was just like, dude, my blood pressure is like, I kind of like look red right now, but that might be also a sunburn, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm trying to drop my heart rate, my resting heart rate by like half. I'm going to see if I can like get it down to like nothing. Yeah. I think my resting heart rate is pretty low naturally. And I have low blood pressure. I know that because the not to brag, but I went to a doctor. <laughs> I think you have the, like, the best cholesterol I've ever seen. And I was like, wow, is she trying to just get me to come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd come back. I was like, if a doctor said nice things to me, mm-hmm. I was, I always go to the doctor and they're like, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I lie to doctors. That's another joke I have. Well, I, have- I, I do. I do fucking lie to them. <laughs> I know. Everybody knows. They're like, do you smoke? And I'm like, I don't want that on my record. No. no. Like, I smell like smoke. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't smoke cigarettes. That's all you need to know. <laughs> um, can I do a, a humble brag? Yes. Okay. Well, oh, can it, can it not be humble? Yeah. Okay. Cause you were talking about like the, the going to the great spin instructor. I wanted, I just want to tell you something about when I, so this is the second place I ever started teaching spin was at my, when I was at school, like the school I was going to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I first started, they had like 12 spin bikes and like some of them were like kind of broken. Mm-hmm. And then after, after like I started after that semester, the dude that ran the whole rec center bought 30 spin bikes because of me. What? Yeah. He said, I walked in and I was like, I was like, Holy shit. What's this? And he's like, did this cause of you, man, every single one of your classes, there's people waiting outside the door and people complaining that, and then I would, and then I filled it up and I would do 30 people. And it was like, it was actually kind of cool. Cause you know, in a lot of ways it felt like being kind of being a DJ and kind of yeah. being a, a stand-up comedian at the same time. Cause I would like tell a bunch of jokes, play a bunch of dope music, get a workout, get paid. You know, honestly, man, I should, I should really get back into that. If you do, <laughs> I'll come to your class because I feel like I can at least be in the back and then I'll like try to, I'll wear my heart rate monitor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll call you out. I'll be like, what's your heart rate? What is it? <laughs> calm down. Everybody else, call, you know, pump up. But you, you calm down. <laughs> Don't faint. She does it. Um, wait, what, what else? There was something like super important that I had to say, and I've completely forgotten what it was. I hate when that happens. What were we talking about? Spin class. Private yoga. Private yoga, spin class good instructors which eight women can't women to live can't live together yeah oh i'm gonna write about that there's gonna be a mayor Mm -hmm. i don't know do you want to settle some disputes with me yeah let's settle Uh, disputes all right guys this is uh another classic and by that i mean very first time we're doing settling nashville disputes with mariana barksdale oh my god i never even uh introduced you My guest today is Mariana Barksdale. Mariana Barksdale is a stand-up comedian and aspiring cult leader and just a fantastic person, a little too aggressive in the gym. But I mean, is that a flaw? I don't think so. So uh, <laughs> hurting myself. We're going to take a uh, quick trip over here to Nextdoor, the Nextdoor app where the most sanest and, you know, just reasonable people are trying to sort things out. And look, there's been a lot of disputes on my next door, like my neighborhood lately. And I think you're probably close to me. You're at least in the same vicinity. So these are your neighbors as well. Let's fix, let's, let's go ahead and just sort these people out. Tell them who's right. Who's wrong. Uh, First one next door. This is, uh, (laughs) this is, sorry. These are all mixed up, which is my favorite 311 song. 
Oh, that's so funny. My husband's obsessed with 311. So I really all the time. Oh, mixed up. You don't know what to do. Something, something, <laughs> something. Actually, that's not my favorite. Three, my favorite 311 song is their first hit. Have you ever made out in a dark hallway this way or this to make your day? I say it's something different with your record collection. Sorry. You can do <clears> that <throat> a lot better than I could. <laughs> something, something, something down, down. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stop. Down. That's the best song, I think. You know, your husband sounds cool. You know, like, that's another thing, dude. You can be, you can like 311. You don't have to not like 311. You don't have to be like, oh, actually, I don't like 311 because um, I don't rollerblade. Or, you know, it's like, shut up. Yeah, you know? I know. Could be, but being mean-spirited, it's not It's yeah. not necessarily, you can like Ryan Gosling too. I know, I can't believe you said mean-spirited. I love that. I'm like, stop being mean just say, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna like, uh, I'm gonna just give these people like initials so they don't sue me because the next door app seemed like a very like litigious community. <clears throat> All right, here's the first problem we're gonna deal with here. This person said, <clears throat> why do I have to listen to beep, beep, beep of a backhoe on 4th of July? Houses under construction across the street from me on Robertson. Beep, beep, beep. So that's the complaint. Now let's hear what the people in the comments have to say to see if we can settle the dispute internally or if you and I need to get involved. Yeah. Uh, LR said, Connie, this is the lesser of the two evils. Tonight it will be bomb, bomb, bomb. Meaning, I guess, that the city will shoot off fireworks. Uh, TS said, well... As a builder who is working today because clients want things done on a timeline, though not the one that's running a backhoe, although I have somebody building directly behind me, so I understand, some of us don't have an option to but to work today. So I guess he's pro beep, beep, beep. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and say the first lady, LR, is says bomb, bomb, bomb is worse than beep, beep, beep. So that's kind of where we're at with people right now. Okay. People, people are not really like giving this lady like a lot of support. I feel that. Uh, this person says, this is DD. Landscape trucks that park on the street often leave the gear shift in reverse. Then we get the nonstop beeps. So this is another definite beep hater right there. I can totally. Here we go. Uh, wait until that. Wait until that's that. There's a lot of typos and that's why it's hard for me to read this. Sorry. This is from WB. Wait until that start blocking the street because they have no place to park or start parking in your yard because you have a lot of area around your home. This construction company need to carpool employees to the job site. Damn. Okay, Mariana, I'm going to let you just uh, just take a wild swing at this. Beep, beep, beep. No, beep, beep, beep. Yes, or on July 4th, somebody was doing construction. Mm-hmm. Is what was happening, and this person was like, "This is my only day off ever." that yeah. my boss is actually paying me for. I'm kind of anti-beep, beep, beep. Yeah. I kind of get it. I do feel like everybody, need, I like, this is why I like Sunday. I feel like no matter what is going on, everybody's off work. Not everybody, but like enough people are off work that like the energy of the world's better. I don't think I like, I don't like anyone doing work ever on anything. I hate machines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah beep, beep, beep is yeah i think i'm I'm not i'm not fucking feeling it either yeah i don't know if i'd make a next door post about it but like i would be you know sitting there talking to myself all day like when is this going to be done yeah that's what you get when you live in like the nicer areas or the areas that are getting flipped or probably places where you get like a deal i think so you kind of put stuff like that because there's no construction in our neighborhood at all because it's old so you know everybody's kind of settled there's nobody's adding like a floor on over here (laughs) I live in a flip neighborhood. They're just straight up bulldozing everything around me. I'm about to be living in the only normal house because everything has got like, they like, they bulldoze every normal house and put three tall skinnies on the lot and get rid of all the uh, like yards and shit. So yeah, we might be in neighboring neighborhoods because that's happening in the one that's nicer than ours. It's, it's you know, this is when living in like a, just a nice middle, <laughs> middle of the road. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um honey we agree with you beep 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 no yeah not, no not, not on fourth of july not never and i'm gonna go ahead and agree here with the uh, wb that the construction company needs to make their employees carpool because this is the hottest summer on record anywhere everywhere in the whole world so all right uh dispute settled are we gonna say that beep 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 bad Sounds subtle. <laughs> um, let's settle another. Dip. Let's just let's yeah. get you know 
these people need calmer minds to prevail because there's a lot of like hotness going on here in their heads. This guy, this guy seems pretty reasonable. Uh, this comes from, we'll say ZB. Uh, ZB says, was I the only one who found the hundreds of drones flying overhead a little weird during fireworks celebration? I get that it was supposed to be a light show that didn't happen. I just felt weird that they were all flying in patterns over the city like little patrols. Okay, so ZB did not like the hundreds of drones flying in the sky, which yeah. I missed. I was uh, inside mi- missing this. Okay, uh, GL coming in hot and really kind of saying a fuck you to him, I feel like. Yes, you were the only one. To be sure, if there were actually hundreds of drones flying overhead when light shows didn't happen, that's a little concerning. I saw that one that flew above the Hillwood Country Club fireworks show, but that was assuredly their own drone. When and where did these hundreds of drones fly? If not for the fireworks displays, why do you think they were flying? All right, GL, I'm going to go ahead and say not helpful and fucking mean this. That doesn't make any sense. You know what? Uh, I move to strike his comment from the record. Yeah, I don't like his comment. No, his comments suck, dude. ZG wrote, are the patrolling drones in the room with us right now? <laughs> What a comedian, man. Uh, I moved to strike ZG from the record, too, as well, from just being a kind of a dick about this. You know, anybody uh, who uses next door to, like, try out comedy is just... <laughs> Come on. They spent... Uh, this is from SB. They spent a million bucks of your money on the fireworks, a bit more on the drones to film it. He's pro-drones. Okay, so JM said, I know our tourists enjoyed it. I met them at the airport today. Smiley face. Pro-drones. Okay. Uh-oh, RH coming in, another one. Well, I didn't count hundreds. Report back number, thanks. Okay, so <laughs> she's clearly saying that there were not hundreds of drones. And nope, we got we have a defender here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's just saying that there were a lot. Not literally that they counted specifically several hundred. These people on the internet pretending they take everything so literal are annoying. Okay, mm-hmm. agree, agree. He said yeah. hundreds because he meant a lot. You know, that like surprisingly level-headed for next door <laughs> yeah, it really is because i say a million when i mean like five uh, <laughs> yeah th- these actually these just go way down this is downhill into like more mental illness type stuff we're gonna gonna skip that so yeah. okay uh the hundreds of drones are we for it or against it oh definitely against it <laughs> we're against the drones okay the drones. i don't like i don't know I'm just one of the, I watch a lot of science fiction, a lot yeah. of science fiction horror, and I don't like where technology's going, but just because I'm 35 and I'm like, I'm so comfortable with the level of technology, it makes my life convenient. And I'm just like, can't we just stop? Is that fine? Like, I don't know, but I guess if they're filming something or doing a light show, it's fine. I don't care. I don't care if just like a kid has a drone and they're just like learning how to, you know. Yeah if they like helicopters or whatever, but like hundreds, I don't know. The original comment sounds kind of like, I'm kind of with the first person who commented underneath it. They're like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) when and where did this happen? That's how I feel most of the time when I'm on next door. I'm just like, are you sure? (laughs) Did you actually see, where's your picture? You know, but I don't know. I don't like drones. I don't like, you know, I don't like where drones are going. I don't yeah. know if I find them now, but I feel like it's more like future thought drones. What do you think? How do you feel? Um, well, okay. Uh, this is something I have to say uh, that I only mean hypothetically, and I would never, ever in real life really be behind this, but we did an entire episode called Dismantling the Machinery of Mass Extinction, where we discussed the book, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, which is going to become a movie soon. And it's a guy that he's been, he's very serious about blowing up pipelines as like a means to ending global warming. And he talks about one of the most effective things that ever happened. It actually happened in Yemen. It was, it had nothing to do with climate, uh, climate action. It was actually just regular warfare. But what they did is they, um, you know, the, the, the Yemen soldiers like had clearly like Exxon, I think it was Exxon Mobil had this oil refinery there that was guarded by like, soldiers and u.s backed soldiers and people with like you know missile launchers and all the shit you couldn't get close and so instead of trying to do uh, a regular assault with the with actual soldiers they just sent 300 remote control drones at them with explosives attached to every single drone impossible to shoot down 300 like miniature drones they all hit the pipeline it was the 
largest uh, pipeline explosion like uh, ever. They had to like Exxon had to like move out of the that that region for a while because it was like nothing they could do about the destruction. So wow, I think drones could be used for good. <laughs> yeah, hey, I haven't never definitely not heard that use case for them. <laughs> yeah, and so and also, I mean, like uh, there was no needless bloodshed. And yeah. who the fuck cares about the bottom line of Exxon? I don't. So. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Oh my god, the profits. I don't. I don't even understand. I'm just like, can you just make a little less money? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, also can't like, uh, can't like Elon Musk save us with his electronic rocket mobile? Or, I don't know. I know it's one of those things where you're like, can somebody just fix this? <laughs> somebody smart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to settle one more dispute and then, yeah. we'll, and then we'll go to the lightning round? Okay, this one comes from JM. Bit random. But I saw a man catching turtles in Watauga Lake, and it sure looked like he was planning to take them home for food. What would you do? I did nothing. Uh, I would probably do nothing, but I don't. That's fucked up. Let's see what the people have to say. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. The people practicing their comedy on Nextdoor, is, this is, like, painful. W, WF said, go get a teenage Ninja Turtle costume from Walmart. Come back and kick him while saying cowabunga. Womp. Fucking womp. Oh no. I'm going to go ahead and have that uh, that comment stricken from the record. Yeah. Okay. I'm 48 and them type of turtles along with snapping turtles and soft, soft shell turtles have been in that lake since I was a little kid. Now, as far as eating turtle, snapping turtle meat is very popular and tasty. And there is a size limit on snapping turtles. Soft shell turtles must be released. No one that I know has ever eaten the red ears. They can't be kept as pets, however. All right. FB. Uh, Really useful information. I'm glad he really kind of like, cause I didn't know there was three different types of turtles. I didn't either. Uh, oh God. All right. Another joke. Uh, this comes from GM. I seen some naked people on TV, eat a turtle. You know, that might not be a joke. Honestly, a lot of these, these people are, this is like, these are the, like, <laughs> these are like the people that got kicked off Facebook. And this is the, yeah. like the, the, like the, le- the next tier down where they can go and be like insane. Okay. This comes from SJ. I wouldn't have said anything either, even though I really don't like the part about them sitting upside down. Seems like one of those uh, look away type situations to me. Maybe reported on Hub Nashville so Centennial staff can be made aware. Oh, shit. That's that pond in Centennial Park? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that dude's pulling turtles out of there? Oh, well, then no. Bad. Bad man. Bad, bad man. I'm like, if this is happening in any parks here, it's not like he's... It, it would be different if he was like some in the middle of Wyoming where there's no civilization. Yeah. You can eat turtles there. I don't even know if they have turtles there. But like, okay. P- people that don't live in Nashville and haven't been here. Uh, Centennial Park would be like our version of Central Park. It's not obviously yeah. nowhere near the size, but it's, a, you know, it's a large city park. And I'm, okay. I mean, first of all, you're the guest. So whatever you have, whatever you say is what we'll go with. I, man. <laughs> I don't think I would ever eat a turtle just because they're so cute. Yeah, dude. I want to eat a turtle. I know. I'm like, I eat meat, but like, I, I just, I don't know. I've, I've been pulling back on different animals as I get older. I'm like, I, yeah. never, <laughs> eat I never eat squirrel. Um, I would never eat a turtle. But I don't want to know how they assumed the person was taking them home to eat. I don't um, know assume that. I feel like... Th- I don't know if I read it correctly, but he said that he was like pulling them out of the water and putting them over on their backs so that they couldn't oh. get away. So he's definitely catching them. Okay. Well, I was, why wouldn't, mm, I don't know. I mean, another reason to do that would just be pure animal torture. So. Oof, God, what a horrible person. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, you have to say what you would do. Oh, I, I gotta be careful on this because I've, I've, uh, I've intervened on some things and man do people get mad when you intervene on their weird shit yeah i think i call in for i think i call that like non uh it's the not 911 but the the other one 862-8600 in case you guys want to call the cops here in a non-emergency yeah a (laughs) non-emergency i feel like i would just inform somebody who like just so they know it's happening yeah because i wouldn't want that to continue because what if he just i don't know what if he wipes out all the turtles what if that's his goal (laughs) yeah what if he just hates turtles yeah what if he just hates turtles that'd be terrible what i find 
surprising is that there are any turtles in that nasty pond. I feel like I I've, I've seen swans there. Yeah, the swans are beautiful, but um, I don't know. I, yeah, I would never intervene. I don't like crazy. <laughs> I learned in New York, like, don't don't engage with most people. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've told the story more than enough times on the podcast. I'm not going to tell it again, but I intervened at the dog park with a dude uh, abusing a dog. And boy, did that escalate mm-hmm. past uh, what I was hoping would just be him stopping. Yeah. <laughs> it became a a thing between us. So yeah, he's like, well, now I'm going to cut the dog's head off <laughs> and put it in your bed. <laughs> so Yeah. Police got involved. It was a real uh, story. Hey, I got one thing to tell you. We're getting dangerously close to the lightning round. And co-producer Colleen just just dropped it off. So I'm going to go grab it. It's across the room. So give me one second. I'm back. Okay. So uh, I've never seen this uh, lightning round before. I've got no idea what it is. Um, I don't write them anymore. Uh, Co-producer Colleen writes them all. So that way... I'm just as confused as you are going into it. And looks like today you got a Mad Lib. These were one of my favorites. So I'm just going to go like noun, verb, adjective, you know, you know the drill. And uh, it's going to be called A Visitor's Guide to Nashville, a Mad Lib's (laughs) nonfiction, a Mad Lib's nonfiction resource by co-producer Colleen and co-written by Mariana Barksdale. Let's go ahead and play. Uh, Adjective candidly nope that's not an adjective is it not is it not i think it is i don't know yeah okay Can't, we'll go with candidly it'll work yeah i'm only good with nouns really or, 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 or i think candid okay yeah i was like i think I, i'm just saying you're wrong maybe this isn't a good everyone's gonna see how <laughs> okay, well there's not gonna be a ton of those have uh, right here weather what weather like uh you know rain Oh, a type of weather. Okay, sorry. Have you ever seen the rain? Sorry. I just that's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> no, I know that song. Hail. Hail? All right. No. All hail. All hail. Uh, <laughs> um, we sound like the people that uh, play on next door app. All hail. I saw All a guy get, pulling turtles out of the creek and I said no. All right. <clears throat> Noun. Tree. <laughs> Tree. I'm so bad at these. I'm just looking out the window. I'm just saying stuff. <laughs> oh, man. I just remembered the thing I was going to bring up earlier, and it was not important, but I'm going to say it anyway, is when you were saying that people have gotten so intense about yoga. And I went to Small World Yoga. For people that don't know, that's like a nonprofit place. Like, you know, it's like, I would generally assume be like one of the chillest yoga studios. And yeah. I totally went in there and like, yeah, like every dude had his shirt off, was doing like one-handed handstands and like, it was just gnarly. Dude. I was like, whoa. I, I know. We were... like, I came here to stretch. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I came in dressed at, like in like my, my furry pajamas. All right. Uh, important life event worth celebrating. Wedding. 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 <laughs> Music genre. Goth. All right. <laughs> I love goth music. So. I was going to say funk. If it's funny or funk. <laughs> are the Smiths goth? I think they are. I don't really like the Smiths because they're so overplayed, but I think they're goth. Okay, cool. They're whiny enough. Verb. <laughs> um, God. I'm looking around my room to see if there's a verb lying around. Probably not. <laughs> not. Is reading a verb? Yeah. Okay. Well, read. Oh, yeah, or reading. You can say, yeah, reading. I was really bad. For as much as I've <laughs> written in my life, I was terrible at grammar and all the rules and stuff. It's weird that I like <laughs> writing. <laughs> it's a profession. Um, Adjective. Sorry. <laughs> I, should, I should put this in, like, all my emails. No Mad Libs, because I'm not funny. Like okay, adjective. A, a descriptive, a descriptor. Thank you for reminding me because I don't even know. Um, red. I was going to actually say, I was going to give you a color prompt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number. Number. Okay. Five. Alcoholic drink. Oh, uh, white Russian. I used to make those for my dad when I was a kid. 
he is a smart person. <laughs> he would like send me, Tommy had to make him and then would like sit on the couch and have me like go make white Russians for him. Uh, food. Salad. That's a Nashville thing. I just had a salad. So I'm like, that's why. Yeah. It's got salad on the brain. Uh, food. Another food? Yeah. Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> turtles. <laughs> Are you seriously? Turtles. You go turtle? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Turtles. <laughs> uh adjective man you're getting hit hard with the adjectives man i want to go with another color but that probably won't be as funny i don't know shiny shiny that's funny i was literally in my head saying stinky oh, that's a good one. okay i'll the, use the next okay <laughs> uh animal uh animal body part plural oh pause yeah, that was totally the word in my head I'm always I'm obsessed with my cat's paws. So like, yeah. Prolonged alcohol withdrawals. Pause. Uh, animal. Animal. Cat. Mm-hmm. Cat. Celebrity. Hmm. My name is Kid. <laughs> yeah, let's do Kid Rock. Why not? Uh, okay. I'm, I don't. I, I'm shouldn't. I'm not trying to like uh, influence your decisions whatsoever. I just. I'm trying to think if there's another celebrity. I don't know. Is there another celebrity besides Kid Rock? Any so, of. <laughs> the other celebrity on earth i've been talking a lot about ryan gosling on this episode but you, you, Taylor Swift. Taylor, yeah she's like the opposite of kid rock <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna actually go ahead and tell you right now that you shouldn't pick taylor swift oh okay because i am reading the sentence ahead of this spoiler alert taylor swift was in that sentence <laughs> oh okay okay then let's not i was about to say i'm like she's just like you know I don't necessarily listen to her music, but I just like her whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> She's just cool. And I like her artistic everything. So yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. <laughs> you reminded me so much of the scene in Zoolander when Owen Wilson is like, when he's talking about uh, uh, Bono. Mm-hmm. Or no, he's talking about Sting. He's like, Sting is like my inspiration. He's like, I really like, he's like, you know, I don't really listen to his music, but I, you know, I, I like that he makes it. <laughs> yeah. If I could describe my my entire personality, it's Owen Wilson from Zoolander. Like, <laughs> he's like, he tells a story about like tripping mushrooms and like thinking that he's falling off Mount Vesuvius. And he's like, then I realized I never even been to Mount Vesuvius. I was just tripping. And like the dude goes, cool story, Hansel. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that movie. I love that one. Zoolander, well, I just had a, a son, he's three months old, and he literally has Zoolander's hair, and it reminds me so much of the end of the movie when Zoolander has a baby, and he has that hair. I don't know where he got it, because, like, I don't have Zoolander hair, but... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, shit, do you want to hear the story that we wrote? Yeah. Once again, A Visitor's Guide to Nashville, a Mad Libs nonfiction resource by co-producer Colleen, co-written by Mariana Barksdale. I always keep saying your name. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Okay. It's like my, well, my my mouth wants to say Mariana. And so it keeps like, so, so I fuck up your last name because I say your first name right with like mental effort. You could call me Barksdale and I will answer. So. Like Avon Barksdale. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so you've chosen Nashville for your next vacation destination. Candid choice. This guide has everything you need to know to enjoy your stay. First, expect lots of hail. So be sure to <laughs> pack your tree. Secondly, you will likely encounter many wedding parties. And third, Nashville is known for its goth scene. So get ready to read the night away. You know, Nashville did kind of have a goth scene for a long time. I used to go to goth oh, night. That uh, when in Music City, make sure to visit Broadway to hear some red music and spend $5 on a white Russian. Yeah, right. More like 17 yeah. Next, grab a bite to eat at one of nashville's famous hot salad restaurants <laughs> don't forget to get a side of turtles with that and <laughs> lastly make sure you take pictures with all the trendy and shiny murals in the gulch such as the angel paws and the colorful cat mural that was a collaboration between taylor swift and kid rock see y'all soon <laughs> that's actually that worked out great that sounds that's that sounds like a real brochure to nashville it does it really fucking does. If it had just said redneck music instead yeah. of redneck. if it just said redneck music, it would have been like I should just put the word neck on there and then just try and yeah. sell it to the, whoever the next mayor is. Be like, hey, I wrote something for the Chamber of Commerce that you guys yeah. might be interested in. 
Pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good idea. You guys might want to share this at the airport. Mariana. Let's call you Mariana. Fuck, I, I suck. I'm about shit. Like banana. Think banana. Mariana. Like banana. Mariana, I have one last question for you, but it is the most important question of the day. And it's this. Where can people find you, follow you, uh, see you perform live, your stand-up, uh, all that stuff, and everything? I have... My main social media is Instagram and my handle is it's Mariana Barksdale. And I have my website, which is www.mariana-barksdale.com. And I'm on threads, but like, if I could find it on my phone again, I guess you could find me there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then for performances and I don't know why I say it like that. I was a ballerina for so long. So I, I always talk like a performer instead as opposed to a comedian. Um, but I have a links to all my shows on my Instagram link tree. So you can get tickets or it's just the location. If it's a free show, I have, I think 30 shows coming up. So there's, and it's all over the Southeast. I'm going to Maine. I'm going to North Carolina. I'm doing some little tours throughout the year. I'm really excited. <laughs> it's going to be a fun year. Hell yeah. All right, everybody, seriously, go check it out. See if she's coming to your town or anywhere near you and absolutely go see her live. You will not be disappointed. Uh, Mariana, it has been fantastic finally having you on the podcast. It's been a long time coming. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you you so much. I'm sorry I keep cutting you off. (laughs) Oh, you know. Have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye.